All right, guys, we have actress and voice actress extraordinaire on the phone, Rona Reese on Below the Belt Show. What's up, Rona? Hi, guys. Uh, super excited to be here. What's up with you? <laughs> Good to have you here on Below the Belt Show. I hear there might be a birthday in the house. Am I correct? Oh, is there a birthday in the house? Is there a birthday in the house? There might be. <laughs> there might be. How's it going? <laughs> Good. Happy birthday, Chachi. Oh, oh look at that. Thank you. thank you. Rona, that was a nice greeting for my co-host, Chachi McFly. <laughs> How's your night? Has it been a good one? It's been yes, great. We've had um, lots of pumpkin pie or apple pie and yeah. uh, gifts and holiday spirits. Uh, we're in the holiday season. Are you in the holiday spirit? You know, I had to do a few errands today, and there are, you know, Christmas carols playing in all the stores. I love it. And I just am not sure I'm quite ready just yet. Okay, that's I fair. Feel like, I feel like I want it to be December. Like, just let me get through a bit of normal year before it's time yeah, to maybe every even thanks- dollar I've made. I think it really starts holiday. Thanksgiving. So I, I would say it starts yeah. Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a fair. I think anything before that is a little premature. I, mean, but I think at least wait until after Halloween, though. I mean, exactly. I hate seeing it before Halloween. Yes. I despise it. Like at this point One in time, One decoration like, at a time, you know? Yeah. Yes. First of all, uh, Rona, i got to say congratulations on being nominated. Uh, for uh, Outstanding Animation Character for the upcoming 2019 Voice Arts Awards for Bev Gilturtle, yeah. Havro's Littlest Pet Shop, A World of Our Own. So um, you're nominated, so I guess the awards will be handed out, um, I guess, or happening this Sunday? This Sunday, yeah. I'm nice. staring at my half-packed suitcase. I'll be flying down to LA on Friday. Very nice. Uh, I like your chances by the way. On Sunday. Are you red carpet ready? Uh, for no, the... no. I have some pretty high heels that I okay. don't usually wear uh, that okay. I've been trying to break in. I'm 5'9", so I don't usually need Ooh, okay. much heel, but um, you know, I'm going a lot for this. So you'll be towering over Ryan Seacrest when he interviews you on the red carpet. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> so, are you excited about this award show? Right I'm so excited. Yes. It's, it's huge. It just, you know, I feel like every day that I get to work in the film industry is so exciting, you know, and get paid. That's like pretty phenomenal as an actor. Yes. But then to have someone recognize my work amongst this incredible pool of talent is just next level. And, the fact that it's happening down in LA, all the Warner Brothers lot, and you know some of the other nominees. Are a couple of names I'm not sure if you've just heard of them: Tom Hanks, Wow, Wig, uh, Kit Harrington. I See? don't know. I think they're like just starting out in their careers. No, I had. So, do you think um, an actor is kind of well known for their on-camera work is kind of given an unfair advantage when nominated against people that are known mostly for their voice work because? They're more of a, you know, I guess a household name because they, they, you can visually, you visually know who these people are versus people that are primarily known for voice acting work. Well, look, I, I definitely hear what you're saying, and I know that it's a factor for productions to attach names when it comes to the casting process. And I understand that the film industry is a business, so sometimes you might want someone who has 
perhaps a higher profile than a long list of voice credits. But, you know, my, my hope is that these awards are judged, you know, by an independent jury with criteria and that they judge on the performance and not the name. Right on. Detecting an Aussie accent there? That is correct, yes. I, I swear. Bev is not. I, I, I knew that... Uh, the Hollywood industry loves Aussie actors, but now it's 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 also voice actors as well. They love everyone from Australia, it seems. <laughs> well, yes and no. I mean, for the for a good part of my voice career, uh, not a lot of the people that I worked with knew that I was Australian. I tend to, when I go to a studio to work or when I go to an audition, right. if it's a role that calls for a North American accent, I will go in in my North American accent. So wow. I've actually been hired for jobs before and then not realized that I'm Australian. Wow. <laughs> 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 oh, I love it. So let's talk about um, your work on Hasbro's Littlest Pet Shop, A World of War. I guess uh, for those people that haven't seen it, maybe... If you have kids, you're more likely to run into it, uh, you know, seeing an episode. Yeah. Um, uh, tell us a little bit about your character, uh, Bev Gilturtle. Bev, she's the best. She is a plucky little box turtle who just <laughs> wants to be the best little turtle she can be. <laughs> uh, she loves trying new things. She's a constant optimist. She can turn any negative into a positive. She's full of energy. She kind of plays against the slow turtle stereotype and she's just a lot of fun yeah very high energy i feel like when i was in the midst of voicing her my abs were definitely stronger because i was always clenching to get her voice out okay um, been a while since we recorded that so now they're a little uh looser (laughs) is it possible to put bev on the phone for for a minute Uh, sure let me uh let me see if uh she's around hey bev Hey guys, what's up? Hey, Beth. <laughs> congratulations. This is my very first podcast. Well, congratulations on your uh, nomination for your voice acting work. Oh, sorry, for your character work. Sorry, excuse me. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. I'm so excited that I get to go all the way down to LA. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> I love it. Bev, that was amazing. Thanks so much. So we're going to get Rona back on. But thank you, Bev. Okay, bye, guys. <laughs> that was Bev. Yeah, that was a little taste of Bev. Yes. She's uh, pretty intense. Not a relaxing character. <laughs> nice. I love that. That was absolutely adorable. So so obviously um, the, the voice changes depending on what character you're playing. Mm-hmm. So. Your character in Marvel's Absolute Carnage. Obviously, we yeah. all love the Spider-Man universe here on Below the Belt Show. We're big fans. Um, we can't mm-hmm. wait to see Carnage, I guess, being portrayed by Woody Harrelson <laughs> in, uh, mm-hmm. in the next Spider-Man movie. I guess the next um, Venom movie, right? Um, what, what, what can you tell us about your work on uh, Absolute Carnage? I feel like I'm probably going to disappoint you guys a little bit. I played two small roles in the webisodes, and I've got to say, I was a little confused by exactly what was going on. I had to ask a few questions about the kind of universe, because, you know, there's a lot of lore around Spider-Man and origin stories, and there was, you know, there's episodes that are online now, you know, there's um, Venom and... uh, 
getting taken over. There's like a, a what's his name? Credence, Credence Cassidy. Is that right? Cletus Cassidy. Right Cletus Cassidy. Yeah. Cletus. Right. So there's all these like kind of split personalities, and I, I'm not gonna lie, I was a little confused. But I play a, a scientist <laughs> and a and a and a um, sewage worker. I got to play like a New York <laughs> subway worker who gets attacked. Uh, yeah, did you work uh, on your New York accent for that? Uh, yeah, that, that one is in the pocket. It's always fun fun to play. She she's, she was kind of like, she's about to get attacked by, by the creature, and she she was kind of like, uh, Why are you doing this to me? Please stop! <laughs> I love it. Fantastic. You know what? You and Margot Robbie can do great New York accents. <laughs> Because Margot blew me away in Wolf of Wall Street, and then to find oh, out she was Australian yeah. after she after that breakthrough role for her, and you're doing the same thing with your. Uh, I mean, to be. To with your New Yorker. Said that I'm doing the same thing as Margot Robbie to well, anyone. Impre- impressing, impressing me with uh, being an Aussie <laughs> doing a New York accent. Oh, thank you. Well, you're lovely great, too. You're lovely like Ma- like uh, like Margot as well. Like Margot. Yes. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Now, Mega Man, man, I spent so many day, uh, hours and days as a kid playing Mega Man. Yeah. Uh, how was your experience on Mega Man Fully Charged? Uh, it was so much fun. I got to play this super cool bot called Chaotique, who is just the princess of pranks. And she has this really cool battle with Mega Man. He's uh, trying to get her to stop pranking the entire um, city with all these crazy pranks, and she's just cool, man. All my characters are so much cooler than me. I just feel like if I only could be half as cool as half of my characters, I'd be right up there with Margot Robbie. (laughs) That's really funny. (laughs) Okay, My Little Pony. Now, General, I know my other co-host, the General here. Hi there. You have a daughter that's a fan of My Little Pony, right? She was a fan, yeah, yeah, most definitely. Friendship is magic. I know you watch Friendship is Magic, right? <laughs> I did. <laughs> I am almost a brony. Oh, <laughs> oh I was going to ask. You go to the brony con? <laughs> yeah, that's here every business. year. You went there? No. Oh, okay, okay, I was going to say. <laughs> How was that I, experience? Oh, it's fascinating. I mean, I had never been part of a show that had this epic fandom before, and when the first episode that I ever did aired, suddenly all these people were following me on Twitter. Within a couple of hours, there was fan art. It's just such an incredible fandom that this show has. And then I got to go and sign my very first autographs within the Brony community, and it's it's really cool. I know that sometimes they get a bit of a bad rap. People think it's weird, people think it's strange, and I'm sure there are strange the great things about being a voice actor is just, role, I guess, you don't have to be concerned about you know, putting on makeup or dressing, I guess, <laughs> you go, you're going into the, the studio and then recording your voiceover work, right? Do you still have to be, uh, look a certain way when you're doing, when you're on the job, is what I was, I was curious about. No, I mean, you can kind of rock up in what you want, but also, this is your career, so 
I, I tend to still want to look half decent, um, present myself as a professional. I know there's certainly people who kind of rock up to the booth in their sweatpants. But, right, um, right. I was curious about that. Yeah. You know, that's not really my style. I do that at home. I have a little closet where I record my auditions. And, um, you know, in the closet, I'm definitely in my pajamas. But um, mm -hmm. if I'm going out of the house, I want to look nice. I want to look presentable. Well, I am looking at your EPK provided by Miss Ashley Buck, one of my favorite people in the industry. She's mm -hmm. awesome. She's great. Um, you're a lovely, lovely woman. I'm, I'm wondering, um, as far as doing more voice work over having your gorgeous face in the camera, is is that something that you just kind of had a niche for, um, and you kind of don't do as much on camera stuff, or is it, or you do want to do more on camera stuff versus voice work? I mean. I I was a child actor in Australia, so I've been on TV since uh, it's been twenty four over twenty four years now. Okay, um, and it's kind of my first love. But then in recent years, the the voice stuff has just kind of really come a little more easily to me. I just I tend to book more work. Oh, I have wow. this really unique husky voice print, as you guys can hear. Um, so it's not really about so much choosing as the opportunities to yeah um, but I, I love working across them both because they're so different and I love the fact that you know one day I can be on set playing a cop in a true crime uh, right. movie of the week and then the next day I'm in the booth pretending to be a plucky little turtle it's like <laughs> what a cool yeah. what a cool experience what a great variety of work I get to do do you have anything coming up uh, on on camera, in front of the camera? I do, and it's kind of behind the camera as well. Okay, I, cool. Uh, Let's talk about it. I've been dabbling into a bit of writing myself because, you know, sometimes after 24 years of reading other people's scripts, you think, hey, I reckon I could do this. I've got stories I want to tell. Um, so I wrote a short film and applied for some funding up here in Canada, and uh, managed to secure a grant from Hal Greenberg's Funding Creative There you go. Nice. $20,000 to make my short film. So I'm very excited, actually. We have a, a, a casting session for that tomorrow. I will be playing the lead, and we are going to cast of my co-star tomorrow. Got to have Rona in the lead. And you're looking to well, cast... Well, you know, I thought about giving it away, and I was like, if, if I don't back myself, who is? I have to believe myself. I have to believe And you I get the multi-hyphenate actor, writer, director. Yes. Yeah. I think I might be executive producer as well, because I oh. think okay. I might be topping up some of our funding. <clears throat> so just collecting credits, guys. So you're looking <laughs> to cast um, mostly Vancouver-based actors for this? Oh, yes, listen! Listen to Al kind of needling his way. Oh well, I'm not from Vancouver, <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm SAG after. I'm not extra. <laughs> 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 I would put my hat in there. That'd be amazing. But we've we've due to the fact we've had some great um, publicists from the, the Vancouver, the Hollywood of the North area. We've had a lot of actors here on Below the Belt show that have that are from Vancouver. So we just think it's great mm -hmm. um, that. Vancouver. Yeah, we've got a pretty incredible talent pool up here, so we're kind of yes. spoiled for choice. Is there any particular um, Vancouver-based show that you would love to be a part of that you haven't worked on yet? Oh, I mean, there's a, there's a ton of them I'd love to work on. Uh, I know that 
Snowpiercer. Yes, that's a good doing one. Doing a yeah. season two, and I would love to get on that. That, I think that's public knowledge. Oh, maybe <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. Maybe we should have said that. We saw that panel at Comic Con with Jennifer Conley and okay, uh, yes. right. so they yeah. announced Stephen Ogg. Yeah. And uh, well, yeah, I'd uh, love to be on that. Um, okay. How about Altered Carbon? Have you seen Altered Carbon on Netflix? That one's finished. Yeah, they had a season one, but they have season two um, production, right? Uh, I thought that one was done. I mean, there's so that's the cool thing about our city at the moment is we're so busy. There are so many shows. It's it's quite amazing. We've got a bunch of CW stuff like Supergirl. Yes. Um, all that kind of. Um, I can see you on Supergirl. Land. And as there's yeah a bunch of very cool shows that I would love. Love to be on. But for now, I'll write myself quirky short films, starring them myself. Well, I love it. Now, General, you told me before <laughs> we started the show that you like to throw out off off the cuff kind of questions, and you yeah, have one for Rona. Yeah, you I, have I've off, got one for you. Oh, an off the cuff question. Okay, here you go. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> so in Pac-Man, you know the ghosts in Pac-Man. Do you think they're they're yeah. the spirits of dead Pac-Man? And if so, why do you think they're chasing him? Mind blown. Um, I have never given a thought, but I really think you're on something. I think they're probably trying to reconnect with their dead ancestors. There we go. So they see their get grandma, grandpa, they're chasing them around. Although, if you hit the ghost, you die. So, that's it. Hey, look, you've stumped me. I think... I think you're on something. They're definitely ghosts of dead pack, whether they're like evil Pac-Man that they're trying to contain the ghosts of. I don't know. There's a sentence I never thought I would breathe in my life. <laughs> well done. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. If they were ghosts of Pac-Man, they'd probably be in the shape of Pac-Man, right? Not necessarily, because they're be... still ghosts. Like, you no, think about... But when Pac-Man guy... dies, he kind of like falls into... He collapses into himself and disappears. Well, yeah, and, and then... Like and, the, and it comes the, back again. Into the ground. Yeah, and then he's like manifested into like a ghost shape. No, he's not. Wow. <laughs> Possibly. Is this the you things, think? Are these the things that keep you up at night? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, the general's <laughs> a little oddball. He's an oddball kind of guy. <laughs> Can Pac-Man really die permanently? He always comes back. He, always, he, he gets resurrected. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Like, <laughs> do I get to ask an off-the-cuff question now? Sh- sure. Oh, you have an off-the-cuff question? Uh, I don't, but I'm going to think of one right now. Um, what, how do you think first person to come up with bathing in tomato juice after being sprayed by a skunk thought that up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, it's so bizarre. (laughs) Well, let's think about that. Well, you see, like, um, you would think that with tomato juice, because it has a high acidic content, that it would... um, Oh man, that is that is a little tough to think about. The um, yes, see how it feels. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh! Check me. <laughs> I love but it. now I'm gonna be uh, now I'm gonna think about this, and I'll come up with a. I'm like, what other products did they try before tomato juice? Were they just slathering themselves in like peanut butter? Or apple juice? Or um, yeah, milk. So much to go with there. <laughs> so since you brought up Pac-Man, General, <laughs> I guess I guess I could segue to video games. Have you done any voiceover work for video games? 
I have. I've done a bunch of cool games. Probably nice. the biggest profile is a game called Rainbow Six Siege. I don't know if you guys have heard of that. Rainbow Six, okay. It's, it's um, I mean, it's extremely popular. It's one of the eSport games where they go and... I mean, you can probably tell by the way I'm talking that I'm not a gamer, but um, they have, you know, <laughs> tournaments that people, you know, make careers out of playing this game. Um, another one, you know, that was another job where I suddenly was part of this community and it's kind of fascinating. I was one of the um, first Aussie controllers, not controllers, what do you call them? When you're the player that you can play. <laughs> oh, the avatar uh, the... Um Avatars, yeah, whatever yeah. they call them. Um, but when my, my character's released, she's like this awesome, badass, strong, thick-side beauty. But people were fat-shaming my character. What? And I felt like so bizarrely defensive of her and also very confused as like why these people felt the need to fat-shame a fictional character. Like, have you nothing better to do in your this life? This woman, come on. Wow. Right? That's insane. It, it just, uh, yeah. that that goes back to, like, I've, I've had rants before about, <clears throat> you know, the kind of dark side of, like, nerd culture where there's a lot of, like, misogyny and, um, mm-hmm. And that, and it's always, it's always disappointing when you hear stuff like that. Like, you know, you're fat shaming a fictional character, especially like I saw, I saw a, a publicity picture of you, and you are most definitely not, <laughs> not that way. <laughs> and, um, and so it's, yeah, that's that's particularly yeah, it's, disappointing. It's, it's very disheartening. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah just, just so strange. Those those keyboard warriors are. You know. Anyways, they don't have the career that Rona Reese has. Are, people are um, negative on the internet. I don't believe it. <laughs> you know, right? That's yeah. shocking to me. Right? I know. Oh, it's a shock. But I want to wish Rona all the luck this weekend in Hollywood. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of fun with your fellow voice actors, hitting the red carpet, hitting the after parties, and I really hope you win, Rona. Well, we're rooting for you. Uh, for your Thank uh, you guys. for your role as uh, the Bev Gilturtle. Yeah. All right. Super so Rona, so if you could, before we let you go, let us know mm-hmm. who you are throughout your character. Um, you can throw out Bev Little Turtle. You can throw out another character. Maybe throw on their voices. But at the end, let us know you're on Below the Belt Show. Okay. Awesome. Uh, hi guys. Wait. Do you want me to say it uh, like? I am? Yeah, you can say, I'm Rona Reese, and then you can say, you might know me from this character, this character, from this show, and then right. you might you could throw in their voices if you want, like maybe a little, little collage of that, and then at the end, just throw, uh, throw up below the belt. Okay, great. Hi, I am Rona Reese. I am voice of Beverly Gilturtle in Little Left Pet Shop, A World of Our Own. Gwen Grande in Polly Pocket and a bunch of other cartoons that you may have watched with your small children. I am nominated for a Sovers Voice Awards this Sunday. Please cross your fingers for me. And I have been on the and I have been on the Below the Belt show. I love it. Rona, thanks so much for calling in. Can you make that sound better? That That was beautiful. That was that's perfect. Okay, awesome. 
Thank you. Thanks guys. for calling in. That was awesome. Thank well, you. Appreciate it. Awesome. <laughs> Rona, thanks so much for calling in. Have a good night and good time. Uh, good time in Los Angeles and good luck on um, the awards. Awesome. Thanks, guys. All right. Have a good, Have a good one. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye.